Oh, here's an interesting topic to do, uh, discuss today, and that is the question of, do you lie? Like, is it honourable to tell the truth at all times? You know, we, we sort of a bit brought up with the um, idea that we must tell the truth. Do you recognise that you, in fact, do lie? And do you make things up just to hide the truth, to make it easier or simpler for someone? Let's have a look at how we lie. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realisation and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So do others trust you despite your lies? Do they, um, are they drawn to you even though you're lying to them? Because do you think that they know anyway? Do you think that there's some, some uh, sense that people have that they're not getting the full story? And so should others trust you if you lie? Do you earn their trust by doing that? It's a weird question, isn't it? And you know, it's really about the truth. Now, the truth is the truth for us. And do you tell it? Do you tell it like it is? Are you totally transparent? Or do you lie to protect? Do you lie to ease it? I think the reason why we lie is a critical factor in this um, discussion because it's not necessarily black and white, even though um, our quantum two part of our brain would say, yeah, it's black and white. We should not tell lies and we must tell the truth. The, the story of Thomas Edison is well worth telling in this context. Um, he, as I'm sure you're aware, was, a, was hugely responsible for creating the modern world. I mean, few, few people in his time did more to shape the physical and cultural makeup of present-day civilization because of his inventions. And it could be said that he was one of the most influential figures of his era. Well, Thomas Edison was an unusual person right from the beginning. He, he was constantly in trouble. Um, he had an inability to comply. Um, authority was uh, something that had to be broken, had to be defied. And especially his school's requirements. Now, one day his great school teacher sent a letter home to his mother. And when Edison's mother um, opened it, she, she acknowledged that there was, there was something of importance in this letter. And when Edison asked his mother what the letter said, she supposedly replied with tears in her eyes as she read the letter out loud to her child. It read, Your son is a genius. This school is too small for him and doesn't have enough good teachers for training him. Please teach him yourself. And so he was homeschooled by his mother. See, this is a challenge that we all face. Now the quadrant two part of us, the left posterior part of the brain, um, has a, very, a lot invested in being right. It's a, a lot invested in being uh, accurate and truthful and uh, saying it as it is. It will give the honest truth regardless of the outcome. And it relates to the past and labels things and people as good and bad. So the 
quantum two part sees things quite black and white, quite um, rigid around this. It's uh, it's not really any shades of grey in this one. Um, it tends to not recognise the future or the present as being important in this regard. So it's like, is it true or is it not? Now maybe the um, the facts are perceptions. Maybe there's uh, certain things we observe that are not um, necessarily as they are, but we perceive them to be, and therefore uh, there's a an encoding of the truth uh, as we see it. And we tend not to question that from the quantum two parts, so we, we tend to pass that on. So there's a huge responsibility here. Um, do you go with with what is absolute, uh, what is absolutely true, what is no doubt, or do you absolutely lie? See, lying must be situational. Um, you could come from a, a quantum one position where life is fiction, and we make it up, and you know we don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, and we make the facts fit the scenario, and that can be useful and also not useful. So, what are the repercussions then of you lying? Well. One day after his mother had died, this is Edison's mother, um, and he was now one of the great inventors of the century, he was looking through the, the family things and he came across a folded piece of paper in the corner of a drawer in the desk. He took it out and opened the letter up. It was a letter from uh, his mother had received from the school many years before. In this letter was written, your son is addled, that is, in the, in the language of the day, mentally ill. We won't let him come to school anymore. Edison cried for hours, and he wrote in his diary, Thomas Edison was an addled child that, by a hero mother, became the genius of the century. Now this brings home the profound effect that you have on people by your belief in them. Now, sometimes it's useful to filter information that's just not useful, even though it may be the truth. You know, tell, telling a child they're a, a bad boy and uh, or girl, you know, that um, even the, the, the institution of, of education, by having exams where on a given day we're tested for a certain amount of knowledge to be regurgitated, and that can change that person's life direction. You know, getting a, a C instead of a, a B can change what that person does in their life and maybe send them in a direction which is not necessarily their calling. We have a, um, a local um, structure for neighborhoods called Stranger Danger. And this educates children not to trust people not to, um, to to go with strangers and not to talk to strangers. And, and whilst, you know, it's based on on fact of abductions, it's a, a message which children take on board uh, which will affect them for the rest of their life. So how can that be done in better ways? How can the communication be made in a way that uh, supports people to be the magnificent human beings that they are? And by bringing the truth out 
and particularly taking truth as an example of one instance or you know a um, what might be seen to be an evidence-based criteria. In other words, there was evidence there, and therefore of um, children being abducted. Therefore, um, you know, every person, every stranger is is a danger to children. Um, is not necessarily the way to raise a, a healthy, wholesome, um, mentally stable, trusting, loving person. And sometimes it's beneficial to lie to people you care for. So how do we do that? How do you um, filter? What is the filter? You know, what are the um, other situations that call for uh, you not giving people the truth? Now, you know, I I can recall only a few days ago one of my grandkids um, and he was climbing up on a fence and, you know, the fence was jagged. There was rose bushes on one side of it and some um, some very craggy looking wood and, and scraps and stuff on the other side, which, which, you know, could well have inflicted injury, but he was intent on climbing on that fence. And I found myself saying, or nearly saying, and I, I caught myself, but you know, you could fall and you could hurt yourself and you could do this and this and this and this. And I, I realized I'd be painting a, um, a compelling picture for him for the future. Instead, I, I wiped that thought. And I noticed that you know, I was stopping from telling him the truth, but that was only my truth. That was only my um, imagining the, the dastardly things could happen based on my experience of falling on heaps of broken wood and, and into rose bushes. So I think that you know, the important point on this is that, is that the truth is relative to self. And there are certain things that are self-evident. You know, gravity is self-evident. So it works, whether we like it or not, think about it or not, and so forth. So, you know, this journey in, in life is an experiential journey. It's, an, it's a journey of allowing um, people to find out that rose bushes hurt when they fall into it, which is really hard. And yet, it, if we watch children finding out about that without the contamination of the truth from someone else's perspective, um, they go about it in a way which is very sane and very, um, I would say safe, but it's experiential. And they may fall into the rose bush. And you just have to get good at picking out thorns. So sometimes it's useful to ignore the details that this quadrant two part comes up with. And, and you know, you'll notice it within yourself, though that part will be uh, what if and what and it happened once before and I've heard that this has happened in this particular case and so you, know, you better not swim here, you better not run there, you better not ride there, you better not uh, take on this uh, job, you better not stand up and do this talk. You know, there's a, a bunch of things that we are constantly being bombarded with which is the truth for someone in some place and some time. And what we are best advise I think in this in this area is to be to be diligent in filtering out uh, the lies that will be perpetuated and influence another person for the rest of their life and to create a um, a fabricated lie a fabricated idea that um, such as Edison's mother did that would then support that person for the rest of their life and in his case, 
you know, support humanity and and um, move the civilization forward. So the power of words obviously is is massive in this context, and the initiation of the words we use, uh, coming from our own experience, our own knowledge base, uh, has to be seen from our from our a relative position. You know, a, a kindergarten kid can't take on PhD physics. And there could be some dangers that could be expressed as in the terms of PhD physics, but um, to a child it's, it's of little use. So dwell in favour of the quadrant one part. This sees possibilities and potential. Because your words of hope and inspiration truly change lives. And sometimes it's beneficial to lie to people that you really care for. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.